Welcome to the Untitled.jpg podcast, where we talk about art, movies, and anything that comes to mind. So for this episode, we actually have a film photographer. His name is Daquan Nelson. I knew him from a, a couple of buddies of mine from college, and we got to know each other from there. And I was always curious as to what got him into photography. So what's up, Daquan? How are you? Yeah, I'm good, bro. How are you? Doing well, man. Um, nice. It's been a while since I did a podcast because I took a little break with Thanksgiving. So that's probably why once people see this coming up, they're going to ask why so late. But, yeah. you know, sometimes you just need a little hiatus to like come yeah. back. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I feel that. Yeah, sure, you need bro. a little break. But um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so let's get into like what got you into photography and then film photography out of all things. Um, I want to say what probably got me in photography was like, honestly, just being more or less surrounded by it, being at art and design. Um, a while ago when I did apply, I actually applied to be into like cartooning when I first got there and like more illustration. Um, and I think one day I was just like going to the bathroom and end up just wandering into the photo department, taking a walk around there. And I was kind of like, whoa, like, these photos are actually like pretty cool. And like, I had some friends like in middle school who were like into photography as well, but like, it was just, you know, we were in middle school. We didn't really care too much right. about it. But I, I, I think what really kind of like sprung me into it is that like, I was like looking at the different photographs and I was like thinking like, yo, I, I wonder what this day was like for them taking this photo or like, I wonder what they were doing or like, I wonder like how they were feeling. And I think the idea of like being able to, really capture a moment in time and kind of be able to either leave it up to the person to interpret like, Hey, like this is what the story is, or kind of just be able to like craft a story around like whatever the artist might tell you about it. Um, And I think what honestly made me fall in love with like film photography was like uh, after studying digital photography for like uh, the three years that I was at uh, art and design or the three years I studied photo and art and design, um, they didn't teach us film there, but once I did go to college, LaGuardia Community College, that's when I kind of got introduced to shooting film. And it kind of put me to like a different perspective than what I was used to. Right. I was so used to kind of being in a mindset of like, all right, cool, like click, 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 click. Like if it works that way and if it doesn't work that way, then cool. You just scrap it, get rid of it and act like yeah. it never happened. And here, you know, my professor was just like, yeah, you take your one shot, move on to the next. It was like, and and if you don't like it, and she's just like, then you don't like it. You get thirty six shots, and you know you you do what you kind of can from there. And I, immediately, I kind of took that, and I was just like, all right. So like that kind of really changes my perspective, changes my approach, it changes so many different ways that I do the same thing I'm used to doing, um, but in, in just like a completely different medium. And I think that's what made me love it so much. Is that like you really have to kind of take your time and really have to like wait for whatever moment satisfies you or satisfies whatever might be around you element op you know yeah yeah and i recently just got into like film photography maybe like a year from a year ago um same thing kind of with me um i've always I i was always interested in photography and then in high school i think it was like the senior year of high school we got a they finally got a photography class in right before yeah. i left and we learned like the basics of photography and everything. And I got really into it that way. And so, yeah. So like just from that to then going into college and getting another photography course in that, it was just something that I was always interested in because it's just like art where it's just, you know, well, I mean, it is art, 
where you're worried about the composition, what the mood is in that photo and everything. Mm-hmm. But I feel like with um sorry. I, <laughs> um I feel like with uh with film you have to take more into account because it's more permanent than what digital <laughs> is because I was always one of those I still am. I'll, I'll like shoot as much and not really think about it on digital. But when mm-hmm. it comes to film, I feel like you got to pay more in mind. You got to be more in that moment to make sure you're capturing it. Right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, it, 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 and, you know, again, being someone that sh- shot digital for such a long time, um, you, you kind of get comfortable or kind of get into the habit of just looking back into the viewfinder and being like, ah, like, I don't like this. Like, yeah. Yeah. Get rid of it. But like, when you're shooting film, like you'll 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 stand there for a second and you'll kind of look at like the environment. You'll look at like what you're shooting, and you know you you think about it like, yo, is this really worth one out of my thirty six? Is this worth one out of right. my twelve that I have in my in my chamber? And and I I think that's what like really draws me to be like, all right, like I have to make sure that like this is something that like. I am satisfied with because I, I just don't have the, the the luxury of just looking back and being like, all right, cool. This is great. This is what I want, you know? Yeah, yeah. And then I was reading your like about page on, on your website and um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> you were saying like through that whole process, you were learning how to like create a story with all, all your your shots with like with your you had friends that would model for you and then um, like you'll create like these visual effects with it and all of that. So let's get into like what that process is like and creating that story in some of your f- photos. Yeah. Yeah. So like just honestly, just being able to kind of like look back and be able to like, yo, I can, I can tell you exactly about this day or like, I can tell you exactly like my mindset of when I was like attempting to go ahead and like take that photo, like where I was, why I was doing it or like what, I guess, again, like what kind of mindset I was kind of like approaching yeah. whatever I was kind of going for. Um, and I think just like the the beauty of being able to to tell stories based off of, again, like, hey, whatever the the viewer of whoever's looking at it can interpret it to be. And, you know, the power of being able to be the artist and the author to be like, hey, like this is, you know, this is what I was feeling during at this time. Um, I, I think more or less like when I when I did first start getting comfortable with my style, shooting digital. Um, I shot a lot more like realistic, uh, sorry, not realistic, surrealistic stuff. Right. Um, I had a lot of inspiration from this one photographer, Kyle Thompson. Uh, his, his, his style is just super clean. It's super moody. And uh, I remember being like maybe like 14 or 15 and just looking through uh, like his website, his Tumblr, his, his Instagram, and just seeing how, how moody his colors looked, how like on point everything was and how, how clean everything came together. And like, kind of just me thinking like, man, like, I I wonder where this place is like, like, what is this guy doing? Like, where's this guy from? What made him want to like portray whatever surrealistic thought because like surrealistic type of photography is kind of like a it's it's in more or less of like a different rim i guess and it's like it, it tells a story in itself but at the same time it's just like it's it's you know it, it again it's it's more the storytelling aspect of you know colors temperature mood yeah model you know yeah and i'm more curious just because when i see those kinds of photo- like photographs it's just like i never understand how they get to that 
to that point, you know? Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah. there's like a bunch of photographers that I follow on like Twitter, which is like the space there for photography is even bigger than I, I've seen that on Instagram. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. And there's these guys that it just, it looks like if it could be like a movie still, the way like yeah, they design some yeah. of these. And that's what like my realm of photography that I'm really interested in. Um, I'm not sure if you know this one. Th- that's who I was looking up. Uh, this one girl named Paola Frank. Franquay, I think. Mm-hmm. Okay, her, okay. Her, her uh, Instagram handles Monaris. Okay. But um, oh yeah, yeah. I I have some of her presets actually, dude. I'm, yeah. See, like her stuff is just like <laughs> yo. Her ridiculous. stuff is so moody, bro. I like I could not, I couldn't help but actually buy her presets, bro. Because like I was taking a look at some of her like uh, she does like some like subway images. I exactly. Think, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. She, dude, she, she does a lot in New York. Yeah, yeah, and dude, I, I, when she came to New York, she, I seen some of her images, dude. I was like, holy shit, these are so rich in like color, mood, and tone. Yeah. Like a- everything about like her 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 style just screams like storytelling, you know? Dude, and I try and recreate like that kind of um, cinematic look that she she has, and it's it's very hard. I don't know how yeah, she does it. Yeah, even like, it's. I got her presets too, and it's just like even then, it's just not not there. Yeah, so she's yeah, doing a little yeah, more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I feel that there are a couple yeah. of times I've definitely slapped that preset on, and I'm like, all right, hold on, I think it definitely might be me. I might yeah. have to go back into the field and play around a little more. But uh, yeah, man, I, I definitely she she's kind of. Uh, I I remember when I did first see her work, it kind of did give me like a more of like a cinematic kind of feel to it yeah. that inspired a little bit of my work a little more to this day, and that's actually like a, a, a big reason that i also enjoy shooting film too it's just the like it when you can try to go for those like cinematic tones and cinematic colors they come together so well it's yeah just, it's a masterpiece man yeah i mean you could just tell the drastic difference between like digital and film you know and oh yeah that's why i kind of wanted to get into more film but um since i really don't know much about it and how to like actually like process my own film and everything and then Mm -hmm. i grew up on digital so to try and learn how to like actually use the light meter to get the right exposure and not knowing if it's the actual right exposure when you're shooting yeah 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 yeah, my first roll of film i i bought like a a film camera from like an antique store so not knowing that it was gonna work or not like the glass was not that great but oh yeah i checked and then i developed those shots and it was nothing like there was no oh. nothing to be viewed so it was a waste but yeah i got yeah. a I, I got like a a more decent one now so i haven't like developed those yet so i'm curious to see sick, what they sick. look like i feel and i feel like that's that's kind of the the glory of like uh shooting film for like the first time also it's just like not really knowing like hey like what's gonna come out of this yeah. or like what could it could it could be like the greatest thing i think i've ever experienced for the first time or it can be a blank roll of film that you would have never expected out of all your hard work exactly and it's just like <laughs> you think you captured the best moment and it didn't even go into That's fruition you know yeah yeah, yeah literally, sucks, literally. Dude. um and i've noticed that like i'm able to i don't go through film as much because i'm for me i i'm so scared of just like going through going through all these roles and not like getting like really good shots because mm-hmm. they're so expensive now you know so i'm just like oh yeah yeah and i, and I, I try not yeah. to have that affect me but it 
I don't know what it is. It's just like I find yeah, it hard. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Film, film these days is like super expensive, and yeah. to like take the risk to to waste like eight nine dollars. That's you know that's lunch money. You know? yeah, you, dude. Can be, you can use that for something else, dude. Like but, and, and then like Portra four hundred, like the the top tier kind of like ones. Oh yeah, 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 for sure. And if you, especially like if you start moving into the realm of like medium format and then like portrait 400, trying to get a, like yeah. a pack of five for that. It's like, that's like, that's like 50 bucks, dog. I'm like, hold on. Come on now. Gotta love photography for that. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, it's just it's so much like high risk, high reward. You know, it's like yeah, you man. could, you could go ahead and shoot a perfect role, perfectly exposed with no issue and then run into like a developing problem. And then now you have like, you know, streaks of yellow on your film or something yeah. like that. Or like, you know, it's like, it's a whole, a whole like hands-on experience. But, mm -hmm. um, do you develop your own or do you just send it out? Um, I, I send out my own color film, but I develop my own black and white film in, in your house and everything. You have like a whole setup. Yeah. 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 So I have like a little changing tent, uh, and some like developing tanks and stuff like that. Dude, how's that process like? Um, I would say it is pretty simple. Um, there's actually like a really simple kit that's on uh, the subset called Cinesteel. Uh, and Cinesteel has like this this thing that's called like a mono bath, and it's literally pretty much just one um, one solution, more or less, that you would kind of just add that to like whatever you're uh, in your developing tank or to your changing tank once you set everything up. Um, and then you agitate that for like maybe like five to six minutes and then boom, that's it. It's it's probably the quickest, cheapest and like fastest efficient way to develop black and white film. Uh, but then like color is a whole different process. Then, huh? Yeah, yeah. Color is like a whole entire different like ball game because it's like different chemicals and shit and you got to right. mix that with different things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't think uh, there'll ever be like a like a mono bath for color. I mean, hey, fingers crossed, but... Uh, for mean, black and white, it's 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 super nice to go out like trial and error it as much as you can, and then yeah. kind of have the whole hands up uh, hands on development process for it. You know, I worked at a wedding ph photography studio. We uh, well, I we were the ones that made the wedding albums for the the studios. Yeah, and yeah. I was in charge of printing, so I was always like with the studios, like making sure that they liked all the color and everything. And I had to learn how to like handle this forty thousand dollar like printer that oh man that like each like level had different chemicals that i had to mix in so oh wow i mean but that's for digital so i'm not sure how it would if it's something similar to then like developing color film <clears throat> but it was like there's one for like developer then there's like bleach fix then yeah 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 exactly it's pretty much stuff. yeah yeah and like um i've i've attempted to develop my own color film before I, i've sadly i failed i only did it one time but i uh i let too much light into my my changing tank more or less uh, okay. um but but the the process of it is it's fun it's super intense like you have to like make sure the timing for all your chemicals are like properly aligned you have to make sure that like you're agitating and then stopping for x amount of time it's it's oh, it's man. a lot <laughs> yeah, it's, you it's, just gotta love the craft at that point you know yeah 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 for real it, it definitely puts in that uh that that effort yeah so let's wind it back a little bit so what do you think about college for like creative degrees um that's actually like a like a pretty good question I, I i'm more or less like once i did finish my two years at LaGuardia, um i i, I kind of was in the weird like realm of like 
did I really need to pursue my degree in photography at like here at this college? Because my first year, well, let's go back more or less like being at art and design and studying photography there uh, for three years, I pretty much had like my first year worth of college already there in photography right at that time so like once i got to laguardia they were teaching me the same exact thing that i was learning that i'd learned in my three years at art and design and it wasn't really <clears throat> until like my last year at or my last semester at uh laguardia that i started to kind of get hands-on with like everything there and i, I was kind of more or less on the fence of like well i personally don't think that like pursuing my degree, depending on where I came from, um, was completely necessary. Would it be necessary to somebody who maybe didn't have any of that experience and needed that hands-on grasp of being surrounded by like fellow artists, being by surrounded yeah. by like different mediums, being surrounded by different professors? I want to say absolutely. If, you know, if you are someone who believed that, you know, you might have had like a head start on this maybe from the jump, whether if you had like a tutor or maybe if you had a like a mentor or kind of went to like some sort of like classes or even, you know, have the, you know, I guess experience from that. I I even still say that it is still worth it to some degree, but maybe not to the degree of like going into it, knowing all the basics. Because I mean, there I, I will definitely say like once I did get to my last semester at LaGuardia. There were things that I took away with me there that I did not know I art and design, such as like things like about like studio lighting, like business, yeah, uh, how to handle like myself as like an artist and like printing and stuff like that. That stuff, like I would have never learned that art and design. But for the most part, I would I would definitely say it really depends on like where uh like where you where you are and where you come from as an artist more or less but i i always believe that everybody should have some sort of exposure to uh being surrounded by other artists for sure yeah and that's exactly kind of like what went down with me because i was in you know long island where they have art classes but they're not they're not super focused it's super like basic where to the point like for everybody to be able to understand but it never went past like a certain point and right, yeah yeah then you're in a public school where you're you're the only artist there really and nobody everybody else is like worried on going like academics kind of like yeah yeah you know, yeah you know? exactly mm -hmm. so for me like you you were saying like for someone that wasn't surrounded by that it's super helpful to like get surrounded by actual people that are interested in the same field as you but Absolutely. Um, i i think Craig could also agree with you where it's just like he learned a lot of the, like the first two years of FIT he had already known from yeah, art and design. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I get that for sure. But I think I also agree it's just college. I think it's a great way for just networking in general with yeah, be it with, uh, yeah like be it with uh, like the professors and then uh, your colleagues because you never know where they're going to end up and then that's just a connection that you'll have you know oh yeah absolutely like i i think college is definitely like grounds for you to to definitely network and to definitely again like be able to 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 know what it's like to be surrounded with those type of people to know what it's like to kind of like step out of your comfort zone and be able to be like, like, Hey, like I want to work with you or like, I want to see like what's in your mind. And I, I want to share what's on my mind. You feel me? Yeah. Yeah. That's for sure. 
So like what so what ended up happening after you got out of college? Like what kind of jobs were you able to grab like in the creative side of things? Um so after college I I I definitely want to say I did have a little bit of a drought because I I just didn't really I I didn't I didn't really know what to do next, you know, right. and like it, it it really sucks that like the stereotype of like leaving college is like they really just kind of kick you off the cab door and it's just like all right, well, yeah, exactly. It is what it is now. No, yeah. I was just like, wait, wait, hold on, like you 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 taught me all this, like well, where do I go now? And it's just like, oh no no no, you you have to go out, you know, look for that. And I was just I was confused because I was just like again in that same realm of like. Yo, did I just waste two years of my life? Could I have went to school for like business and had, you know, completely, you know, gone a different route and yeah. like where it was. Um, but uh, for for a little bit, I, I guess I was kind of just freelancing more or less. Um, I believe uh, 2016 or 20. Yeah, I believe it was 2016. Um, Craig's brother uh, had offered me to photograph his wedding. Uh, and I, I definitely took up the gig for sure because I, I was in definitely need of like some some inspiration and some sort of push for me to keep going. Um, I ended up shooting his wedding and I, I, I kind of fell in love with the idea of shooting weddings. One, uh, just being able to like capture beautiful moments and two, yeah. for me to kind of uh, be out there in the field and uh, like kind of use my experience to my knowledge and uh, go so on and so forth. Um, and, uh, my daily life job, I work at the Apple store. Um, and I, I, there, I work with some pretty creative people as well. And, uh, a good coworker of mine, uh, his name is JJ. Um, he and a couple of his buddies had started more or less kind of like a, like a, like a media agency, more or less called Boat and Bridge, uh, where you kind of have like a collective mind of different sort of like artists that, you know, when you can branch out to, if you need like sort of like video, videographers, if you need cinema photographers, if you need photographers, dancers, uh, to kind of be able to leverage our, you know, <clears throat> our team to, um, I guess kind of dedicate time to like different projects that people might need. So, um, I did that for a while. I kind of shot a little bit of work with them. Um, I shot some dance material with them. Um, and more or less after that, I kind of, I kind of, I didn't like, I kind of didn't feel like I was, I I was getting what I needed from boat and bridge, but like, I still didn't really feel like I was again, like I, I feel like I have all of this sort of like, knowledge and ability more or less that like I, I i still wasn't feeling like i was hitting the nail on the head with boat and bridge and i and you know i still do work for them more or less but i would definitely say not as often as uh like where i'm at now uh and that's kind of when i started to kind of get back into the idea of like shooting weddings um and along the way of shooting weddings that's kind of like what uh kind of like bought my like my love for it being out in the field and kind of just being able to really get out there and kind of like show everything that like I'm I'm pretty much made of and I think from there like shooting weddings have kind of been like uh kind of been like where I've been pretty much just honing like like all of my skill and yeah. kind of like all of my time and uh just like everything all together um I'm trying to think <laughs> did I did I do anything else in between 2015 or 2017 and like now a pandemic that was Dude, it's that a was blur bad. i know <laughs> yeah yeah it's yeah for real. Years. it's so, such <laughs> a blur man i get it yeah for real but um 
yeah, like I said, it, it, it was it was mainly kind of just work between like boat and bridge, kind of getting like my feet wet working and um like shooting weddings and like I said, shooting weddings have kind of been like my main gig as for now. Um, and I, I work for just like kind of a private company called uh, Scratch Studios um, there with my friend Tyler. And we, we just we, we have a great time. We shoot weddings together. Um, and like I said, it, I, I, I kind of do feel that satisfaction of like hitting the nail on the head when shooting weddings. But still, like I still feel like I'm not exactly where I know I'm supposed to be at right or where I am right, right. now, you know? Well, I mean, I guess that's with, with photography. I mean, even with art, it's just there's so many different avenues that you could do become as an illustrator, but you just got to try these things out until you kind of feel like you're at home, you know? Yeah, and, yeah, um, ex- yeah. And it's it's pretty much trial and error, you know? Yeah. That it's all about the journey. Yeah, exactly. And like, that's I guess that's what college is for, in a, in a sense, too, where they kind of teach you a little bit of everything so you can figure out where you are. At least they yeah. did, that, that's what they did for illustration. I'm not sh- too sure how they did for uh, photography, but um, mm-hmm. even after college, I just didn't really know where I was going to fit in in the like uh, in the illustration world because I wasn't really interested in editorial work because of just those tight deadlines and just constantly like dealing with different magazines or just having like like reaching out to them and then just ghosting you. You know, like I don't think like as a freelancer. If, that was going to work out for me. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, I, I can definitely, I can definitely speak to that. Um, I, I, I shot or I reached out more or less to, uh, like a company on Instagram for like, it was like a glasses company more or less. And I had, you know, I had approached them. I was like, like, Hey, I really love your work. I would love to shoot some product for you guys. Like, and they were like super game for it. They like sent me a pair of glasses. Actually the glasses I'm wearing now they sent me. <laughs> and, uh, uh, I, uh, what is it? It's either I buy uh, glasses USA. That's what Okay. I'm a Warby yeah. Parker guy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I've been, <laughs> come on. Warby Park. I've been trying to get it into for a while. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, Glasses USA they, like sent me some frames and I like I like completely like took this like under my belt. I was like, yo, I'm gonna I'm gonna like do like as much as I can with this. I like had made like a mood board, I had like made like an itinerary sheet, I like got my like team together, I had like orchestrated this so, like whole entire big thing i like shot this like big production for these glasses and everything and like like that was like that was it like that was what i like i knew like that's what i wanted for sure because i was i i was the director of photography for that shoot you know like i i was hands-on i was there like i i was i was hitting the nails on the head that i wanted to you know and i i went ahead and i sent them like the images like i was i was relatively proud of them um they never they they never they got back to me more or less but the response they got back to me was pretty much just like cool thank you and i was just like this is what i was scared of you know and i right that's the thing they they had promised me that i was going to get like a pair of glasses they promised me that they'll also give me compensation for it and they just had sent me that email they were just like cool things and i like literally never heard from them again and i don't think oh man yeah and like that was like that was that moment right there where it was like a you know for me it was a tight deadline i made sure that like i got all the editing done i had the team there i had like made sure that like you know like it was a day that it worked out for everybody and it was just like you see like this is this is what i'm scared of this is what kind of like holds me back from wanting to 
I guess, kind of approach that industry, you know? Yeah, I totally understand that. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, but it sounds like you're so excited. Like, that's like what excites you, which I could definitely see. I think, yeah, yeah. I think with that, it's just like <clears throat> kind of all, all creative fields go through that, where it's just like when they're starting out, you know, you're all hyped up and then you don't realize that like contracts are a thing and are there to protect all of us. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, you, exactly. You want exactly. to just want to make them happy and, and make the work. Cause I mean, that's happened to me like two or three times, like real bad ones where it was just like, mm-hmm. I think I was still in college so i just didn't understand the concept of like holding people down for a contract and making sure they sign so they know that yeah they need yeah. to pay you yeah but, yeah absolutely yeah yeah because at the at the time it was just kind of like yo listen like uh, i'm gonna i'm gonna present to you like the utmost amount of work based off of our verbal agreement that we have so-called here you know yeah it's just like and that's like that's that thing that you know again just like the journey tapping me on the show they'd be like uh 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 you almost you are almost there but hey you're missing yeah. one more piece and it's just yeah. like damn it journey you keep me you keep me on my toes you keep me going yeah dude what I, what i like to call that is just like growing pains man it's just yeah, what it yeah, is yeah yeah <laughs> yeah pretty much pretty yeah. much but um oh man no yeah and I think that's like a great avenue for you. I mean, you're you're doing what you have to do, but what made you like get really into weddings? Because working in that industry as like the printer for all these different photography studios and hearing yeah. what they deal with with like the brides, the grooms, the whole all the families and stuff, you know, it's yeah, not yeah. fun. And it, it and like at one point, I thought of like getting into like wedding photography as a side thing from mm. my art. But it was just like hearing all of that and just like all the stress pe- all the photographers go through all day. I was just yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I absolutely know. I, yeah. <laughs> um, I was I was definitely super alarmed of that as well. And they were like, yo, Daquan, listen, like the, the, this wedding thing, it's not just like, all right, go shoot the families, you know, make them kiss, take the photo, go yeah. home, get the money dot com, you know. But like it like, yeah, like majority of that stuff is real, like having to multitask having to like make sure you're like your itinerary itinerary and your mind is like just properly aligned um and i think like what really gravitated me toward like shooting weddings was just probably just like the idea of being able to again like capture these people's memories and be able to be the the author the author of like their story for them you know yeah. and being able to present to them like hey like this is the day that you got married and I'm able to present to you a moment for you to look back on the day that you got married, you know? And I think it's the magic of being able to make that happen and being able to kind of like see everybody come along together and kind of being able to see like families and stuff, friends and stuff uh, to come, come together at this one time to kind of see everything kind of in and one place. And um, it's again, with it coming with the difficulties of again, like, bridezillas and just like you know cranky families and like little kids and like running after like a bunch of different things and like x y and d and the list goes on but i i think that really just goes down to like kind of like sadly my experience being like working in customer service and like being able to because you know working at the fucking apple store you got to deal with these type of people all the time more yeah, or less. yeah you, retail you, life yeah exactly so i i think that like when it does come down to like 
you know, having to deal with like cranky brides, I'm able to kind of translate that same type of like a uh, solution to them in a way that, you know, it's kind of like, all right, like, you know, being able to get everything back on track more or less. Got it. All right. So are you going to say something? No, no. Mm-mm. Okay. So yeah, I mean, weddings, that's more or less your thing. Definitely not going to be mine. Um, but <laughs> What about like? Have you ever like done a lot of? Because I, I, well, you have uh, like street photography. Like, how do you feel yeah. about that? Yeah, yeah. So, so uh, in the realm of street photography, like the more or less, that's kind of like I guess I would say like more of like my personal work. Yeah. Um, and like more or less, like getting into that is I, I, I more or less got into that being inspired by like one of my coworkers that shot on medium format film and he shot with a, with a Hasselblad, um, which is like an amazing camera to this day. And I remember like, in my final semester, Oh dude, that camera was way <laughs> too expensive. <laughs> but, um, in my final semester, uh, studying at LaGuardia that we also got introduced to that camera as well. And like at the time, like I didn't really think too much about it, but like being uh, because I had well, at the time that I did shoot with the camera, it was mainly just like in studio. So I'd, like I didn't really see too much like medium format work that was like outdoors or anything. I just seen like what I had and what was like in yeah. studio, and I wasn't like too impressed. I was just like, oh, this is like thirty five millimeter film, but like a little bigger, a little nicer, but like. Once I like was able to see like uh, my coworkers like shots, and he just shot these amazing, beautiful, uh, just like six by six photos of like just moments that he'd seen like in a city, just things that he'd been passing by, like people that he's just seen, and just being in the moment. I was just like, whoa, whoa, hold on! I was like, you, you kind of just, you kind of just go out there and you just kind of shot these. Yeah, he's like, yeah. I was like. You're not like you're not worried that you'll like miss a moment or anything. You're just like, if I missed a moment, I don't take it. And I was just like, oh, okay, okay. Um, and his name is Fabian. Um, he again, like he, a lot of the things that he shot on film completely inspires a lot of what I shoot today. Um, and it's just again like being able to, um, just tell a story through your photos, man. And yeah. I think the thing that made me really fall in love was just being able to kind of see those colors on film through the negative and like, just kind of being able to like present that to whoever, wherever. And it's just like, they, 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 they come to life so easy, dude. And it's, I think just being able to capture moments also in street photography is also kind of like, it's, it's, it's it's a kind of a challenge, but in a, in a in a in a way, it kind of has its own art form in itself because it's it's time's always kind of moving, you know. And it's just to be able to kind of capture that time as it's you know consistently keep going. That's a moment that like can never happen again that you kind of have in your arsenal now, you know. Yeah, and that's exactly what I got. That's why I got more into that instead of doing like event photography, which I did for a while, just to, like you know have side money and like, yeah. pay pay for all my equipment. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, exactly. But once I got everything I needed, I just really got more geared into just street photography because that was mine. You know, I it wasn't something I was doing for someone. And it, it like you said, it just trains you it trains your eye in a way where like it's just something more difficult where you actually have to consistently look and make sure you're, you're vigilant to like a certain moment that's going to happen. Be- 
because you don't know when when it's going to happen, you know? Yeah, and, yeah, absolutely. And the moments they they come and they go so fast, and I think, dude, like, I know. Again, you like being able to get like capture a moment like in the moment that it's happening, and it's like boom, you have that moment, and that moment's potentially never going to happen again. And then again, that's a story that I tell yeah. you, or a story that you can interpret from either looking at this photo or from me telling you about it, you know. Dude, and then I hate it when it's just like I see something coming and I'm like, oh shit, and I gotta turn on my camera, but then the focus isn't ready, and then oh, I just yeah. miss the focus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And some days, like, I, I have so many of those moments where I'm like, oh shit, like, I gotta adjust my exposure, I gotta adjust yeah. my ISO, and I'm like, at times like that, I'm like, all right, then maybe that moment kind of wasn't meant, or or that moment wasn't meant to, to be shot at that moment, you know? Yeah, yeah. But uh, there's so many shots where I wish I, I had it. But I mean, like the best places to be for that, I guess it has to be in the city because of all yeah, the yeah. constant movement. I've tried doing it around my my place, but it's just it's the suburbs, so there's not many things happening out on the street. Yeah, and, yeah, I feel that. Yeah, I feel that. So it's gonna be like I, the suburbs are just like more for I guess landscape photographers. Yeah, I was gonna say like you know sometimes I I do often think about that and uh, I had one time like stayed a week at my homegirl's house in Long Island uh, and I had my camera with me and I was just kind of walking around for like a couple of days and I was like man it's it's kind of hard to yeah. really come up with something to really shoot but like I feel like in times like that that's where you really have to kind of like stand back step out of the box and be like all right like how can I like own this how can I make this something my own that like hey maybe someone hasn't really really thought of you know yeah i follow this one photographer um he lives like in the middle of nowhere and mm -hmm. but his stuff is great he he shoots on fuji and then all oh, he sick. all he does is just shoot like buildings like the corners of buildings like with the shadows and lights and it, it's interesting oh. and then the way he renders his colors is just it makes something like so boring but make like become interesting in a way like, yeah, I, don't, yeah, yeah. I don't know how he does it because i'll go try and shoot a a building with the light and everything not yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah no definitely i've definitely <laughs> yeah. been in that realm before and it's just like all right this is uh this is not it for yeah, sure yeah dude it sucks but i mean there's some people that got it some people that don't i mean i that's the thing with photography you can like kind of land anywhere and yeah and yeah no, for what real. you're good at mm -hmm. but um yeah, I mean that's where I'm at now. I, sometimes like I'll like just be on YouTube and there's these three photographers that that I subscribe to that they like do walks. Like they'll put a yeah. GoPro on their chest and then Ooh, just like yeah, show yeah. you their walks in the city and then sh they'll like shoot and then show you the f picture they took at that time. So yeah, it's really yeah, helpful yeah, in yeah. that sense. Like yeah, I I've definitely uh I've definitely seen those those videos. Those are actually some pretty cool videos. Dude, they're awesome, and I think you yeah. you could do some really sick stuff going into like with especially with film in the city, you know. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I I, I definitely want to uh, try to like mix up the game a little bit in terms of like, hey, I want to be able to share like my perspective and yeah. share like my every like maybe like a day in the life eventually. Would you ever so you'd get into YouTube? I think it'd be a great one. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm already more or less like in the YouTube industry like right now. So like I definitely have been considering like uh trying to make like a separate channel in regards of like teaching how to develop or just sharing my experiences and like even like maybe teaching a thing or two, you know. Dude, I'm on that. <laughs> yeah, 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 I'm super game for it. Um yeah, cuz like the 
there's not many like street photographer like <clears throat> YouTube channels. Mm-hmm. Like I've seen like I follow like two or three, but there's not many. And I feel oh, like yeah, it needs yeah. just a little bit more exposure in that sense. There's a bunch for like portraits and stuff, and I you know I, I get that, but I feel like with the street photography, street photography, it's just a whole different other like realm. Oh yeah, of, yeah, of for knowledge. sure. You the know? the the guy who has the street photography YouTube on lock is uh, William Verbeck. That guy, he uh, if you haven't checked <laughs> yeah. out some of his videos, I, I definitely recommend them for sure. I follow uh, this one Faisal. I fr- Westcott, I think his last name is. Okay, okay, and he, gotcha, gotcha. I don't he's in the Chicago area, so he like he shoots around that that city and everything, and mm-hmm. he puts like some lo-fi music to his walks and like ex- <laughs> explains how he got the shots and like what. what like what settings it he uses and stuff. And it's nice, great. nice, cool, cool. And it's yeah. like whole editing process and whatnot. Dude, That's yeah, so yeah, exactly. I'll put it like on the side while I'm working. <laughs> I'm just like, all right, this is nice. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Yeah. All right. So let me see what else I got here. Um. Well, okay. So what was there a time where you realized you can make a career as a, like a photographer? Like, did you ever get that definitive moment? Where, um. I definitely would say like um, at the time when I was definitely working with Boat and Bridge, um, I would probably say at the height of like us getting like projects back to back to back and like different clients were reaching out to us. um, I definitely felt like that was where I was at that point where I was like, yo, I can definitely go ahead and like strive to make this something that you know, I do completely like full time and, you know, even, even still to this day, like I, I still kind of hold on and think about that moment and and kind of think to myself, like, if, if I probably can go ahead and take this somewhere like, and be full time, I don't think it would be in a place that like more or less would be like a, like a company or like an industry or shooting for somebody else. I think it would be more in the terms of like teaching more or less you know mm-hmm. of, like maybe potentially being like a like a photo professor more or less you know because i think you know throughout the journey of like kind of searching for um like this feeling of like hey like this like this is this is it this is the satisfaction of like being a photographer more or less but um not being a photographer sorry i like Belser. yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) but um just the more or less like uh i guess i'm always like kind of searching for like the feeling of like yo like again like this is it like i've finally found a place of you know i guess either work for somebody else or like work for myself where i can kind of kick start that thing forward and i think you know, the desire to keep searching for that, searching, 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 and kind of still not really hitting the the ball in the head kind of changed my perspective and made me think like, maybe I can take this opportunity and shed the same exact light on younger people who might have not had the same exact experience that I had throwback to what we were talking about earlier saying, like, you know, kids or students not being able to have the opportunity to uh you know be exposed to like photography or different art forms like i i would definitely love to be the person to bridge that gap and be able to bring some sense of artwork or some sense of photo program or anything to you know students who who aren't exposed to it you know and i i think that is kind of like where i will kind of find that satisfaction of 
like I think I've done it. I think yeah. I've achieved what I've wanted to achieve. If that makes sense. Yeah, no, it does. And I think like <clears throat> high school would be like the perfect spot for that because that's right before they start deciding on like their their future. Because that's mm-hmm. one thing that never like stood right with me is just we're expected to decide on a career at 18 years old you know yeah i do it's 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 absolutely crazy i think yeah. about it to this day and i'm just like i i i just learned how to shit the bed like <laughs> give me a second to wake yeah. up <laughs> i know and it's just like dude like college should be somewhere like around where 25 where it's just like you kind of lived life on your own in a sense or or something yeah. but Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, absolutely and you're like you're they're giving you a hundred thousands of dollars in loans to go to school and then you have like there's people that third semester or like second semester they realize oh this is what i want to do yeah yeah but for real. they're 80 grand in debt already and so it's just like mm-hmm. that's fucked up but yeah yeah because they had this one idea of like hey i imagine art school is everything i want it to be because i don't have that experience or i see it on tv every day and that shit looks fucking awesome yeah then they get here and they're like hold on a second this is not what i want i actually want that and here i am eighty thousand dollars in debt I, i i like truly think it's super unfair you know yeah, especially it's just like all, a lot of these creative fields, because at least with other careers where it's just like academics, you're kind of guaranteed a job right out because there's a bunch of office jobs that way. Oh, uh, yeah. When you're going to college and you're expecting to be a freelancer out of college, mm-hmm. you know, that's going to take a couple of years to even establish yeah, a steady income. So like, what are you going to do for like the first five years when when stuff is tight, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I mean, this is the point of the podcast, too, is just to have people listen to this before they, like, make these big decisions and, and like, listen in on, like, what other ca- yeah. kind of careers there are, aside from what they had in mind, you know? Yeah, yeah, especially, you know, yeah, yeah, that for sure, you know, having this idea of, like, yo, this is what it's like, you know, reality versus uh, expectation. Yeah, and, like, like I said, like, high school would probably be the best like area where you can like make a difference in in like kids trying to get into a certain creative field because my my high school art teacher was the one that told me to get into illustration because I didn't know I thought it was just fine art you know yeah yeah. that was the only kind of career that you could do like oh it's just galleries like you gotta paint and like try and get into a gallery to make money and then that's how you have a career Mm -hmm. but then I learned about illustration you know and she helped me like create my portfolio, you know, for, for college and helped me yeah, through that yeah. whole process and taught me all these other kinds of things. Mm-hmm. So, that's great. And like I said, like that, that's the gap that I want to be to be able yeah. to give students that, that opportunity students who, who don't have that, you know, that sense of like, Hey, like, what do I want to do if I want to get into this, you know? Yeah, for sure. So then aside from that, I mean, you, you're working with uh, like your creative team that, that, you got from like working at Apple and stuff, what mm-hmm. would be like a dream client to work with? Um, that's a, that's a really good question. It's hard. I know. <laughs> I, I probably want to say Warner brothers. Really? Honestly. What makes Warner? Yeah. What makes it that? 
it's Warner Brothers pictures, man. They got like probably the best team that you can possibly look for in terms of like looking for like whatever you're trying to get done. Like I like I said, you know, I studied digital, but like I, I'd love to be able to shoot like uh or be a director of photography with like high end cameras and shoot like a like a whole set, have a whole team and kinda like bring like different images, posters, billboards and stuff like that to life, you know? Dude, I get that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I I think that is uh that is the the stars that I eventually want to shoot for, you know. So would would you want to like shoot for like what like one of their movies or just like one of their music videos like what like I probably kind of I probably want to shoot for probably for one of their movies for sure. Like okay. any one of their movies honestly. Dude, I always look at like um and the credits. I don't even, sometimes I don't even care for the director. I'll look at like this cinematographer and then I try to find him on Instagram and stuff because (laughs) then I can just get a sense of like what he sees, like his eye and like his palettes and stuff. And it's just, I was watching, um, the weekend's like latest movie, uh, sorry, music video for Moth to Mm -hmm. a Flame. Okay. Okay. I followed the the director of photography. Oh, nice, nice. Because it was another way to get reference for the painting I worked on. Oh, and, that's pretty sick. Yeah, and I'm just like, dude, I would love to work for fu- the fucking weekend because yeah, yeah. Each year, it's just a whole different vibe to his, his albums. It, like even each like like each music video is a whole different film in his in his brain that he like kind of um he takes references from older movies like his whole mm. album for After Hours he took from the movie After Hours. You know? Oh wow, I actually yeah. didn't know that. That's pretty sick. Yeah, and like nice, a bunch nice. of like gang movies back in the day. And then I think. Yeah, yeah. I kind of get that from him a little bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then in one of the, in some shots, he got it from, uh, what was that movie with uh, Johnny Depp where he's like in Las Vegas and like he's just tripping on everything. Oh, uh, I'm so bad when it comes down to the Dude, movies, honestly. I'm the same. Like sometimes I just can't get it. Something, <laughs> something Las Vegas where but yeah like in that whole poster is like all warped and everything and like he mm-hmm. he took yeah, he's little bits through all the things exactly so he takes little bits from from that and it's just like I totally get that and I would love to like make a a poster for for him yeah 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 that yeah you see it's like little things like that like when I see like you know Warner Brothers like movies and they have like such like detailed like their their cinematic like uh, shots and stuff like yeah. that wherever they're like kind of on set or anything like that and I'm just like Doug like some of these movie scenes that they just make such great photos dude and yeah and that's what I want to work on like um I wanted to figure out like what was what in film that I enjoyed that I would like to work on and because that's kind of what geared my illustration like kind of focus is mm-hmm. like my senior year I did an alternative movie poster for Full Metal Jacket and mm. it was Craig that introduced me to like Drew Struzan and all of that and I was just oh, like it blew nice. my mind because I didn't realize like I've, I've always known that movie posters were illustrated back then but I just didn't know the certain artists and like the mm-hmm. big names and like it blew my mind so that's oh, really yeah, what man. I got into and I, I, that's what I want to work on and focus on. And the weekend, man, like I said, he, he, that's where he's at. That's where his head's at. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Especially like living in New York too, where it's supposed to like so many of those different like billboards and stuff like that. It's kind of hard to like look away from that stuff. And it's like, 
that's again where I get the inspiration for a lot of my stuff. And I'm just, I see stuff like that and I'm just like, yeah, man, it would be great to kind of shoot for like a big scale project like that, you know? And it's like, it's more or less for the sake of like being able to work with probably a team like that, you know? Exactly. And it's just like, sure. The money's great, but it's just the experience of being on a set like that. And like, being part of like the whole creative process. That's yeah. That's kind of mm-hmm. what I hear. Cause when I'm surrounded by different artists and all that, and just like talking shop about all this kind of stuff, it, it gets me hyped up to continue working and like, Oh yeah. Yeah. That definitely great. gets me, gets me to push it. Be like, yeah, Yo, listen, it's, it's go big or go home right now. You yeah, know? exactly. <laughs> um, what was something that uh, surprised you when you be, like started getting into photography, like about the industry? Um, it, I th- I think the uh, the thing that surprised me was like, like once I was on my own and like, cause like I wasn't I wasn't like a slacker in high school or anything like that, but like I would definitely like wait until like the last day for like a lot of things as so all, like, all of us would, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like it, it definitely surprised me. I think once I got on to like doing projects and stuff on my own for other people, it was like there being like a real deadline and be like, Hey, so like, are you finished with the photos yet? And like me being like, Oh, wait a second. Hold on. Hold yeah, on. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, <laughs> I do have three days left to go ahead and finish that up. So I, I think of it being kind of like the fact that like, it wasn't like, it, it, it's not, it's not school anymore. You know, yeah. it's like, it's not like you have all this time to be like, all right, like you can make it up here. You can make it up there. It's just like, no, like you're right here now, like in it on the spot. You have to make it work one way or another for sure. And it's, you know, more or less comes down to not only just that, but like, you know, being able to take the things that you really know and the things that you studied and being able to like apply it right there and then, you know, and I I think that's the part that kind of took me by surprise of being like, ah, okay, like I, I actually have to like, you know, commit everything i have yeah, like, to this like set yourself accountable because yeah it's your work you know like yeah exactly exactly that's such a big part of it yeah nobody's gonna like come to you like hey you better do your job you know like just in yeah. high school you know so it's, it's vastly <laughs> different vastly different for sure yeah yeah exactly and um again like i said uh that all being a part of the journey more or less of like i've definitely had moments where i've definitely kind of like froze up and kind of been like ah uh, like I, I i know what i'm supposed to be doing but the fact that like it's happening like here in real time is kind of throwing me off you know yeah dude i i totally <laughs> get that because mm-hmm. i mean if you're if you're not holding your end of the deal then you, that's a job that you lost that's you're, you're fired mm-hmm. you know shit like that like yeah. and you can't blame I, I, anyone but yourself yeah absolutely absolutely all right so what do you do you have like any side gigs going on right now um do i have any side gigs at the moment no honestly i've i've honestly kind of just been just doing a lot of street work um i have some upcoming weddings that happen january february and march um but i'm i'm more or less always looking for some some work to definitely get into for sure um I eventually do want to, I just moved into a new place like not too long ago and I have like really nice, like, I guess, natural lighting through my window. Um, So I want to see eventually if I might be able to take headshots or take portraits like with that natural lighting and see how that goes. 
but other than on the, any other side gigs, uh, not not so much at the moment right, right now. Mm-hmm. So, are you talking about like self portraits or like getting like shooting other people's portraits? Uh, self portraits, shooting other people's portraits. Um, self portraits actually would be pretty cool. I actually haven't taken any self portraits on film. Um, and I actually just got a shutter release cable, which I gotta find eventually. Ah, I know it's at, but uh, I definitely like to. <laughs> I would definitely shoot some uh, some self portraits. That's actually a pretty good idea. So with, I mean, I've tried to shoot do, do a self portrait with film, but it's just like I'm missing the focus. I don't like. Oh how can yeah, you tell with that. Um, that I honestly I don't know. That's that's gonna be the surprise to it. I I truly kind of hope that they do come out kind of wonky and a little unfocused. I think okay. that'll kind of be the the. I think that'll kind of yeah. be the fun of it. I will be extremely surprised if they come out completely in focus for sure. But like, hey, we'll see, dude. Like. I've tried to figure that out. Like, I'll use my brother. I was like, hey, stand there for like a second. <laughs> I'll focus for him. But then I'll try and step in there. I won't be in focus. It's yeah, just like yeah. a slight little like difference. Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're either too far or too back. Yeah, uh, yeah, man. Yeah, mm-hmm, and that's mm-hmm. why like I I can't really do self-portraits. I'm always very weird about my self-portraits because like, as you know, like as the photographer, you're used to like shooting other people, but when it comes to you, it's like a whole different like. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yes. When it comes to taking my own, like when sorry, when people take my portrait, that's when I'm just like, oh, uh, like, I, I don't know how to feel is about that how this. I actually but, look. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But like, yeah. I'm like, we we can switch roles. It's I can take your picture. Yeah, yeah. That's the one thing. It's like with all the hangouts we we go to, where everybody's always asking, like, were you there? Yeah, I was just behind the camera. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It was like, no, I was the one that took the photo. You'll yeah, never see yeah. me in the photos because yeah. I'm the one holding the camera. I make y'all look good. All right. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. That's my job. <laughs> yeah. I always wanted like someone else to like be there. So then we, you know, like we're in there, but it is what it yeah, is. Yeah, yep. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Um, hey, but listen, I prefer it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not sure if, like, have you ever traveled like outside of the country? Um, yes. Um, and I only traveled outside the country once, uh, back in 2014, um, I had traveled to Spain and France for the first time. Um, and that definitely was, it was definitely an eye opening experience for sure. Um, it, it, it inspired me to try to learn French, which I never did. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, and in terms of, I guess, like maybe inspiring my work, I guess I was still at a point where like I was still trying to become comfortable with my style and what I wanted to, I well, yeah, become comfortable with my style. I was still more or less like learning. Um, I think more or less like my trip to France and Spain definitely was just like a more of an eye opener for like an experience more than like an impact on like my artwork. Um, I, I'd seen I, I, the great thing was I'd seen a, like a shit ton of artwork there that yeah. I was like oh wow this this is this is actually pretty cool to see the original you know yeah um, yeah yeah the the museums there were actually like super super impressive they had like little 3ds's and shit that like to go through one of the museums really yeah yeah Dude. I think it was the the Louvre or the 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 Triangle Museum yeah or whatever that's the Louvre that's yeah good. yeah yeah and they had like little 3ds's I think for their like software or something like that or for that's their like, guide or something yeah. Um, but yeah, I was like super impressed with it. I was like, all right. You see the Mona is... Lisa? Um, yes. Yeah, dude. I seen the Mona Lisa and then dude, it was packed. It was so Always packed. Is, yeah. Yeah. I was all the so photos surprised. I've seen. 
Uh-huh. And I, I've seen photos of it being packed, and I was like, no way it's actually that packed. But, like, once I went, I had my camera. I was like, all right, let me take my generic, you know, photo of it being packed here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, like what a lot of people say about it is that it's so small compared to what they thought it would be. Oh, yeah, right? yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's definitely a lot smaller for yeah. sure. I, I do think that if uh, if I did go back to Spain, Spain and France, my perspective of like where I am now with my photography, I think it would definitely, I think it'll take it and pretty much like expand it 10 times more yeah. than what it did back when I first went, when I was like, maybe like, what was that? Like 17 or 18 now, you know? Yeah. When I went, um, like right before the pandemic started, literally like two or three months, I think we went in December. I went to Cuba for the first time. Oh wow, that's yeah. fun! And that like bef- before all that, I was before like planning the trip. I was, I had like a really old camera, and I was just like, I need a new camera. Like I was working off like a uh, like a Canon like T three I like twenty four. Like, yeah, like you know, like oh, the starter yeah. <laughs> one. And I'm just like, I still have the eighteen to fifty five. I'm just like, I need mm, I need something new here. I, you know, yeah. and because like it was Cuba, you know, I don't want to like travel with so much gear especially with like tsa like you got to take everything out and all that so yeah yeah go through the whole hassle of, exactly yeah, yeah, been there before i landed with the fuji xt3 because of the oh. fact that it shoots you know just like it has the emulations of film to give mm-hmm, it that nice mm-hmm. color space it's small yep. enough to pack and that i literally fit it in like a fanny pack that's it's yeah, like a great yeah, size yeah. like that Mm-hmm. And um, because of the video, because I also do video on the side, but um, oh, fun, fun! It's true what they say about Cuba. It's just straight up like a street photographer's like playground. It's oh like, man, that's an experience, dude. It's just it's like a whole cheat code when you go there. It's like too easy, you know. But <laughs> um, it's like amazing because because of like they still old Havana. Obviously, the old classic cars are still running. Like we all the cabs there were just in like the the Chevys, like the old Chevys, like the sixties. Um, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I can definitely see how that's a cheat code for yeah, sure. That's what man. I'm saying. Yeah. And then like uh-huh. you're walking through the old city where it's just like, it's still like the old buildings that are kind of deteriorating and everything, but people are still, oh, yeah, that's free. That's free. <laughs> yeah. And then like people are living and still living in those locations. And it's just like, this is amazing. Um, mm. not, you know, for like photo a photo yeah, perspective, yeah. but not like for <laughs> yeah. them, obviously. But yeah, yeah, I feel yeah. I aside, yeah, like aside from like them being like that, they're super humble people, and then like super like they just want you to be there. They want there's they like will bring you to their house and like feed you and like just be super chill with everything. Like we stayed at an Airbnb awesome. within the within uh, the city, like Old Havana, and the the host like had a like a chef in the morning like make us food in the morning it was amazing that's that's that's, that sounds fun that sounds really fun and she was like she was like a mom like she was just like if it was my mom cooking me dinner and like breakfast in the morning it was great Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah yeah yeah. um, i can imagine that's just like that's super comforting yeah especially being on vacation dude so like i i think it's still kind of open for us for americans to still go because mm-hmm. we went through uh, i think it was JetBlue, and uh we went mm. to florida and then from florida was to cuba to cuba nice nice but, um, that definitely might be in my bucket list for sure honestly at least once in your life dude you gotta go to cuba it's so like it blew my mind especially mm. because 
of all the negativity like we're taught about it and it's just like when you're there you you don't see that yeah yeah and that's that's it that's exactly what like one of the bigger reasons why i would definitely want to go to cuba yeah. is like literally for that solo experience of being able to kind of see what like what it's really like there compared to yeah. like what people say it's like there. you feel me yeah and it's like a soul and it's so big too because we stayed in the city area but then we also did like uh like an itinerant like an itinerary thing where they brought us to like a tobacco farm where like they grow all all the stuff to make the cuban cigars and everything and mm-hmm. it's and like to go from that to the city is just like so drastic but it's all within the same country and it's Oh, so good that's nice and like we were they gave us like horses to ride through the fields of, of like tobacco oh. fields which was really cool yeah 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 yeah, yeah. that sounds like an experience yeah. Uh, yeah that definitely might uh that might definitely cure the uh the inspiration for me to go <laughs> oh yeah dude if you can like go with someone else like into photography or something like that'd be like ideal for sure mm-hmm. um but yeah like that's that's kind of where I jump started with like street photography because that's when I started really getting into, interested in it. And then yeah. with Fuji, like just the look of the camera too, like an old film camera, and then just like yeah, yeah, the XC three is it's, it's super uh, super film camera like S- super inspiring too, and it got me into like film photography as well. But um, mm, what kind of nice. cameras are you running right now? Um, so for my film camera, um, I use a Mamiya 6, which is a, like a 6x6 film camera. Um, the other film camera I use, uh, they're both medium format. Um, I use a Mamiya 645 Pro TL, um, which is like a 6 by like 4.5, yeah. which is uh, also one of my favorites. Uh, and for digital, I'm using a Sony a7 III, um, which I potentially might be looking to eventually probably sell and go back to using canon <laughs> damn no fuji love but yeah. Right, yeah i actually i was like super considering fuji for sure because I, I like once i got the sony i was just not impressed with the color science and it was either yeah. sony or fuji and i was like ah everyone looks like they're using sony so let me let me see what's good with that and I, I, I didn't, I'm sorry, I did not like it. I, I tried shooting with it for like the past like two and a half years. And uh, it's just color wise. It's just, it's, it's, it's not it. It doesn't do it as good as Sony does. I yeah. mean, as uh, Canon does it. Yeah. It's just I'll, like, I would look at them and it's just too digital. If that makes sense. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like, and then a lot of people are saying that like, it was just geared more towards like the pink, pinkish kind of like space of like magenta look um yeah 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 and i feel like sony is more like yellow blue which is, yeah. i feel like is more like on the like video like on the video yeah, side so like, for so- then- like sony's great for like that like for video video makers and everything exactly exactly so majority of the time that like you know i was you know looking back at my images i'm just like this is a video camera this is not yeah. really it's a it's a photo camera but like canon it's really where the the photo and photo camera is going to stand out this yeah. is a photo camera this is a video camera with a good photo system exactly <laughs> i was that i was kind of in the same boat where i was like picking between fuji or i think it was like the canon um like it was the new mirrorless camera oh the rp because mm, i wanted I'm def- to I'm- yeah like i was i wanted to get into full frame Cause I've never had a full frame, but then I was just like Fuji with the color space. And then it was still like, um, what, what's it called? Uh, 
I'm blanking here. <laughs> uh, the the frame size. Full, there's full frame. And uh, the um, crop sensor. Crop sensor, yeah. Yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, no, I the, hate when it happens. You got me stuck for a second. I was like, So, yeah, so it was still crop sensor, but the lenses were still were much cheaper than if I would have gotten the Canon because the Canon oh, RP yeah. lenses are like... <laughs> Bread, yeah, bread. bread. They, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. So uh, I stuck with that, but I'm still, uh, I'm happy with it. I might, who knows? Maybe I'll go back to Canon when they're mm. possibly cheaper. But for now, I'm good yeah. with Fuji. <laughs> uh, yeah, I rocked with I rocked with Canon for a pretty long time, yeah. for sure. And uh, I was I was always super satisfied. I wanted to step out my comfort zone for a bit. I did, and it, I ended up wanting to go back. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's kind of like. That's what you got to do to learn, you know, see what you actually oh, enjoy. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. So we're down to like the last bits. So what are mo- any, any any movie recommendations that you have or any re- recent ones you've seen that people should watch? Oh, um, what is a, what is a movie I've watched recently? Honestly, I'm going to be honest. I'm not too big of a movie guy, oh. but... If you are definitely looking for a good movie to stir the creative juices, for sure, I, I definitely say watch Inception for sure. <laughs> that is true. I mean, that and, and, messes you up. Oh yeah, Inception was uh, Inception was definitely one of my uh, top five favorite movies for sure. I, yep. I can definitely recommend. Uh, have um, you seen uh, his newer one, Tenet? No, no. That's like a I'll fuck up your brain. Oh really? Okay, like, okay. Like twice to like kind of somewhat understand it. Okay, that yeah. that 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 I definitely I definitely super like. Uh, I I a, a while ago I actually made like a like a uh, Inception like inspired portrait more or less. Oh, I gotta check that out. Maybe I'll, I'll mm-hmm. send it to me and then I could probably put it up here for people to see. I got you. I got you. Yeah. But um, any any other movies? Um. Dang, I like I said, I'm I'm honestly super Oh, oh, hold on, hold on, <laughs> hold on. Yo, I just started watching Harry Potter for the first time. I, honestly, I <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Damn, what were you doing, Yo, dude? I, bro, my mom was just she was not letting me watch Harry Potter as a little kid. I I was super into it as a little kid. I was like, "Yo, they got wands, they have a bunch Wait, of wizards." Why she did, why she denied that to you? She was like, "No, they're demonic." I'm like, "Come uh, on." Uh, like everybody's watching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And bro, I watched the first two movies like this past week, and oh my god, dude, mm-hmm. I'm so mm-hmm. hooked! And like, I'm watching these movies, and I'm like, I'm so upset that like little kid me did not get a chance to truly like enjoy right. the value. Yeah, of exactly. Movies. But mm-hmm. what was it that I? I mean, it was kind of like me with, with Sopranos. It was like <laughs> okay, two or three okay. years ago is when I actually saw it for the first mm-hmm. time. And then I, I'm like late to the game, but I'm all pumped up about the Sopranos. I'm like, yo, oh, yeah, and yeah. The, <laughs> and the movie came out this year, and I was like, yeah, okay. And it was, it was like, good, I, but I, it was I, just I fit in. Yeah, but I'm late to the game. Yeah, but it was just like it's good, but not as great as the fucking series at all. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel that. I feel that. Yeah. Mm, some ambitious. shows just do too much. Yeah, some shows just do too much justice for for movies to go forward with. Yeah, yeah. But um, I mean. I guess I everybody 
is late to the game sometime. I mean, oh yeah, guilty, guilty as yeah, charged. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> we'll get you into more movies, but <laughs> I'm um, always open for it. There's. Have you seen Parasite? No. Mm-mm. Visually, I think you'd dig that a lot because of, oh really of the colors in that mo- movie itself and just like the the just ju- juxtaposition. Sorry, mm-hmm. bad word for me. Um, <laughs> of like the like seeing the colors of the rich and then like when they go down into the slums of the poor it's just like you just see the different worlds that they're living in and oh wow it's super like just inspiring compositionally and then just to like get the colors of that movie and Mm. you know oh Um, oh um uh, speaking of another movie that was like super late to the game for uh kill bill the first what? one. Oh, yeah, no. Dude, yeah, dude, Kill Bill. I like, I like, I finished watching Kill Bill and I was like, all right, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go, man. What about the so- other Tarantino films? Were you, were you late to all of them? Um, no, I I haven't watched another to- uh, to- uh, Quarantino. You, you Tarantino. Know <laughs> Tarantino. <laughs> Quarantino. <laughs> um, I haven't watched another one of his films, but I'm 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 definitely in for some recommendations if you guys have any for sure. I mean, you've seen Pulp Fiction at least, right? Um, I okay, so I seen part of Pulp Fiction uh, with Craig back in like freshman year of high school. Of course, Craig. Yeah. <laughs> um, he he put, he he definitely put me onto a couple of movies for sure. This one, it's not his film, but he like wrote for it. I think it was Death mm. Proof. You could that mm. one is always fun. It's literally a guy, um, Kurt Russell. I think Kurt Russell. Yes, I think is the one. Like he's basically like a. Uh, race car driver but he's one of the stuntmen like in movies where he's in these like like he's safe in the car is like in a cage inside so like he doesn't get hurt but everything else in the car like there's no seat belts or anything so he's basically a serial killer in the movie where he he gets people in the car Uh, with him uh, and then he purposely crashes (laughs) just to murder people in the it's great dude it's it's like that, that 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 sounds actually that sounds really good that actually sounds is it is it is it somewhat funny dude yeah of course yeah you know you know how tarantino is man just ridiculous amount of blood ridiculous practical effects that's great oh yeah absolutely that's um, funny reservoir dogs which is one of his first movies that he okay okay I think he did with like a ten thousand dollar budget which was oh, insane oh, what yeah, okay okay he filmed it yeah. all, all in one place and but made the story come out of it like it was beast. That's um, sick. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, yeah. I definitely want to see that one for sure. Ten thousand dollar budget. Yeah. That'll that'll be interesting to see uh, how he kind of played around that. Yeah, because that that really like pumps up the creativity because you got to figure out what what you could do with all that money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like now what? <laughs> um, Django is one of my favorites from his. Um, I've heard of Django before. I don't think I've ever. I've never seen it for sure. Oh, dude, you gotta, you just gotta go on a Tarantino <laughs> binge, man. Oh yeah, absolutely. They're so sure. fun. They're so fun. Um, I know on on Netflix, I recently saw this one called uh, "The Harder They Fall," mm-hmm. and it had like a a similar vibe to like Tarantino, but it was it was fun. Like the soundtrack was really fun, and um, it was like an old west movie, but with all like the instead of the typical like white actors. They have mm-hmm. like all the big, big name like uh, black actors as like cowboys and stuff oh, and, and all okay. that. 
And then they got like a legit soundtrack. I think Jay Z was one of the composers for the soundtrack. That's a, okay, okay, that's pretty so cool. It was fun, but like the one thing that took me out of it was like all the sets were like they looked too perfect to be out in like the old west. You know? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know things I definitely watch out for in movies yeah, for sure. And I'm just I, like, uh... like for that movie, like the way it is. I don't know if it was intentional that they did that or it was just like maybe they're being too literal with the sets but who knows with the, yeah yeah i, I still that. had I fun that. with it you know and yeah. usually netflix movies are always like duds but yeah yeah yep 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 one Speaking of the good of, ones uh they had a cowboy bebop their their first season oh uh, yeah canceled. that was already canceled within like the first month right or something yeah man i feel super bad about that i'm a big cowboy bebop oh uh, yeah i gotta i know they have the actual <laughs> anime i I was hearing good things about it that I, I still need to watch it to see. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely check it out for sure. Definitely yeah. worth it for sure. All right, man. Well, I gave you some recommendations. We were supposed to get it to me, but it's all good. It's all um, good. <laughs> if I do recommend you to watch some movies, have you ever seen 500 Days of Summer? Yes. Yes. Oh, that's that's definitely a really good one for sure. I was um, depressed after it, but it's fine. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Same. Absolutely. Um. <laughs> There is another movie. Uh, damn it! Uh, let me see if I can find the name of it. Um, it's not Waypoint. That Waypoint. <laughs> <Did you say? laughs> Let's see. Whiplash. Have oh you seen Whiplash? yes. Yeah. Whiplash is yeah yeah. Whiplash is definitely a top tier movie for sure. That I was just like, all right, this is this is definitely some uh, some quality uh, directing going on here. Yeah, exactly. And that was just that's another one. So super inspiring with like the cinematography when he's like playing playing real hard and like yeah. the blood and everything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, those two movies for sure. I think I think composition wise, uh, Five Hundred Days of Summer was was pretty fucking stupid in the in a really good way. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I haven't watched uh, that in like years. I, I think it was like, weren't we in like middle school or like high school when that came yeah, out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I want to say probably definitely high school for sure. Yeah, it's been so long <laughs> since I've seen it. Yeah, yeah. I, I watched it maybe last year or a year and a half ago. And I was just like, besides this being a really sad movie, I was like, they filmed this movie really well. <laughs> I was like, "This is this is actually actually pretty good." <laughs> High budget cinematography. You can't do a movie without them. Right? Mm, come on now. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Well, I want to thank you again for coming on. This was great. Yo, Super informative. Course, yeah. Anytime. Anytime. Yeah. Thanks for having me on here. Yeah, of course. Uh, I don't have much. I didn't have many photographers on, so it's always great to have more. Um, yeah. And this was awesome, man. Thanks again. Uh, you could where could they follow you, and where could they see more of your work? Um, you can definitely go ahead and uh, follow me on my Instagram. Uh, it's Noslend. It's N O S L E N D. Uh, and if you do want to check out any of my prints that I do have for sale, I have them in the bio of my description. Awesome. Support a local artist. Get that great photography up on your walls. And uh, thanks again, Daquan. Yeah, appreciate it for sure, bro. Peace. Yeah.